Rob, I had, I had the the scariest dream last. Oh night. no, Dan! I awoke at two forty seven in the morning. Tell me everything. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like right before you bust out into like some sort of uh, song. <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> I used to have a daughter, then she got creamed, or depending on <laughs> if you're reading the book or watching the little that's video, true I guess it's uh, yeah quite different different, different stories altogether <laughs> uh it was all a dream my wife accepted another man's cream <laughs> that's that's better hmm. <laughs> uh welcome to king me babies king me babies goo goo uh and as always i am joined by gaga <laughs> hey friggin gaga we're here how about this I'm Dan Gugugliardi, and joined as always by Gaga Bavon. <laughs> oh, I like that. Eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. Let's see if it sticks. All right. <laughs> Let us know if these beloved new baby personas are <laughs> beloved or not so beloved. D- you know what? I uh, I already forgot my name. Um. <laughs> Gaga Bavon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gaga Bavon. <laughs> good what now we're stuck in a loop (laughs) (laughs) this week on well let's establish what we're doing here talking about it like everybody knows everybody everybody knows knows. king me babies this is where we take a look at uh stephen king works that have been adapted as part of the dollar baby licensing program whereby Amateur or student filmmakers um, are given the right to make a non-commercial adaptation of a Stephen King short story in exchange for one U.S. dollar. Now, this, of course, is a Canadian film. I don't know quite how that works out. Can you hear that squeaking? Yeah, what is that? Is that one of your cats doing an impression of a dog? (laughs) Yeah, they're doing like a stand-up bit. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> it's like when cats be like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. but dogs be like that. <laughs> you ever see a dog walking down the street and they're like, um, excuse me, uh, do you have the uh, directions to the uh, pardon, pardon me? Could I have a milk bone, please? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me. Um, is there a uh, tree nearby that I could relieve myself on? <laughs> Now, if you're not watching the video, Rob just did a. I first, I was, I was convinced you were white the whole time you were doing. It. Uh, well, good. You were doing <laughs> like, yeah. You were like, you kind of like tucked your chin in uh, and like, you know, well, back stiff as a board. Yeah, yeah. I was, you were a real wet, wet blanket. Type. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to be like a, like a, I don't know, like a fucking guy from the fifties. You know, like one of the, yeah. like just like a stern handshake of a man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Don Draper. Yeah, like a like a Draper. Like one of dogs be like the tobacco is toasted or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These milk bones are toasted. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. as previously established, we're going to be talking about a Dollar Baby adaptation of a short story, and then in the second half of the program, we're going to be talking about. The short story on which the adaptation is based. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's- and if you want to hear that, head over to patreon.com slash kingmepod. Links in the show notes. Mm-hmm. $5 a month gets you access to that and all kinds of other good shit, yeah, baby. You, I'll tell you right now, you would love it. Shit, baby. <laughs> you would love it. We, uh, we, what else have we done? We have a reading series, which we recently uh, renamed to the Sometimes Readers. Oh, what are we, uh, what are we reading? A whole damn book? You bet your, you bet your ass. What are we on? Our second book? What? That's right. We've read two books in our lives, and this one is called The Outsider. Mm. Uh, Isn't that interesting how that. Good, good book. Read it. What? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, So we made the same mistake that we made last week. (laughs) Uh, Emilio Estevez, uh, and so on. What's the other outsider? The one that you pretended you watched? The, uh, what the, oh, <laughs> uh, what, what was it? I forget now. It's like a, another movie called The Outsider, but. I oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It that. was, uh, <laughs> the one where, uh, Jared Leto is like, yeah, <laughs> he's like in the Yakuza or something. I've never actually That's seen right. it, but now that I'm saying it out I loud, think- I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> That's so funny that they like basically took the premise of the last samurai and made it for dumber people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what if we contemporized the last samurai? Right. Um, said a guy with brain trauma. An epic set in post World War II Japan, centered on an American GI who joins the Yakuza. Was the Yakuza formed? Post World War Two, uh, we don't. You know what? I don't care. Yeah. I don't need to know. Uh, I think. I, ref- I think what this movie is positing is that Jared Leto may have started the Yakuza. I see. Interesting. Wow. He'd be. He'd probably be the first member of the Yakuza to have gout. <laughs> My favorite Jared Leto fact is that he yeah. has gout that he gave himself. How do you- try to? It, physically embody Mark David Chapman. Oh, that's right. right. He, <laughs> but, he ate so much melted ice cream that he gave himself gout. Uh, Something that took me 30 years to do. He did in six months. Tim, you're you're a, a gout guy. How? I'm gouted. <laughs> I'm fully gout-pilled. Yeah, you're gout-pilled. <laughs> I mean, people that are doing, like, keto, isn't that just, like, straight, like, meat? Isn't isn't that like an yes. all almost like an all meat diet? Yes. Isn't, yes, isn't that the is. kind of shit that leads to just a foot full of gout? You would think so. I mean, I do think you like some people are genetically predisposed to it, mm-hmm. but I do think a big part of it is like lifestyle too. Like mm-hmm. if you're me shaped, right? And you don't do anything, me style. Um, And then you're eating a ton of like red meat and shellfish or whatever. Then yeah, you're gonna gout yourself. (laughs) So if you have like, if you have the same like uh, lifestyles, say like a Roman emperor or something like that, which I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Hold the grapes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not even eating the grapes. But instead of feeding you grapes. Page is just holding like a T-bone steak up that you're taking bites out. She's holding (laughs) it's Popeye's chicken nuggets. Oh, just dropping them into your mouth. (laughs) You know what though? Okay, real quick, and we're gonna talk about the story in a moment. Are you are you a Futurama guy? Have you watched Futurama? Yeah, I I, um, 
<laughs> That's one of those shows. That I don't know if it's still on. It could be, but I've definitely watched like the first sort like, of, six or so seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in like a liminal state where it's but like constantly it's canceled, it keeps getting canceled and then brought back. It feels like <laughs> yes, yeah. And now there's that other one. What's the other one? That other Mad Graining show. Oh, is that the like the f- where it's like fantasy? Yeah, yeah. That's not for me. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Anyway, um. Oh, I can't remember why I brought that up. What were we talking uh, about? We were talking about gout and uh, oh, Roman. Do you remember the episode with the poplars? It's like that food they find on another planet that's like addictive, and they start selling it, and everyone like loves the poplars, and then it turns out it's the baby of another species, <laughs> like a sentient species. <laughs> this sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah, the Popeyes chicken nuggets are as close as we'll we'll get to get to poplars. poplars. Yeah. <laughs> Like They're it. so good. <laughs> They're so fucking. You know, good. I don't know if I've had the chicken nuggets from Popeyes, which is, I mean, that's okay. It, uh, it's something to look forward to, is what it is. It's <laughs> Popeyes is is good shit. I gotta caution against this. Why? I gotta be the Tim Meadows to your Dewey Cox right now. Say you don't want none of this. It's delicious. You don't want any part of this. Crispy golden brown. It's cooked perfectly and it has (laughs) an amazing crunch to it. (laughs) Well that's that sounds pretty good. I can't. Well I don't don't got a job. I don't know, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) No, that's not it either. (laughs) Gotta like talk without moving your mouth, kind of. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Here's the deal. Sorry. Sorry to ruin the good time by talking about uh, the deal. Harvey's dream. Uh, so, okay. Who is this Harvey character? Well, Harvey, Harvey who milk cares about. That's right. It's Harvey milk stream. Harvey milk. <laughs> Did you say milk? I said milk. It- you said milk. That's just how I pronounce milk. It. Milk. Well, uh, Welk. This is, uh, let's talk about who made this thing. Right? Uh, let's talk about it. Uh, Joshua Plotkin. Uh, Plotsky. Produced by, directed by Hakan Gunnarsson. Mm-hmm. Starring Mark Corbeil as Harvey Stevens, Natasha Quirk as Janet Stevens, and Michael Richards as Frank Friedman's. Uh-oh. Hold the phone. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Of course, it's Michael Carl Richards. Oh. The Canadian actor. <laughs> but, yeah, it still has strong, weird opinions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As people think Canada is this bastion of progressivism. Mm. Not so. So, um, yes. Harvey's Dream, mm-hmm. originally published in uh, The New Yorker. Mm. In 2003, later compiled into Just After Sunset, the uh, short story collection. Right. Um, I know we're not talking about the short story yet, Uh but I got to say, I read the short story before I watched the the film. Uh I I really liked this story. Really? I really liked it. Wow. I thought it did the same sort of like... It reminded it reminded me of that scene in Mulholland Drive. Wait, which scene? Oh, the the scene, the, the one in the the oh, I had the yeah, yeah. yeah that dream. Okay, I had this dream. <laughs> I had yeah, a dream. 
And there is something about the, like, I think this story, the story does such a good job of capturing the feeling of how you remember the moments leading up to receiving bad news. Mm -hmm. Cause it's basically what's happening. Yes. Right. Right. Um, that I really, really enjoyed. And we'll get into that more later. Mm -hmm. The film Mm -hmm. does not really tell that same story. Not at all. So let's, let's talk here. Mm -hmm. Let's talk Harvey's dream. The film. Let's get into the dream. This film is from, what do we got here? When, when was this made? Uh, 2011. It was uploaded to Vimeo. So we can assume. Yeah. So probably around there. This is a bona fide student film yeah, made is. by students of the celluloid. <laughs> the priests yeah. of the celluloid. Um, Vancouver Film School. Yeah, a bunch of Canadians. Yep. Now, uh, Rob, you yes. went to film school in the United States. I did. I How do you to- suspect it's different? <laughs> I mean, sorry, I, I'm in, I'm in a, you're not, I'm in chaos mode. Um, am I in goblin mode right now? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, how is, I mean, I think, uh, Canada has much more of a, um, uh, within the government, they have like film, uh, like grants and programs and stuff that you can, uh, you know, you could basically have the government, fi- uh, fund your film. Yes, I, th- I think we famously talked about um, David Cronenberg doing this. Cronenbergy, he did it. <laughs> the only Canadian filmmaker, right? Um, if I ever meet David Cronenberg, I you might will have to call him Cronenbergy. <laughs> will you do the Cronenbergy? Yeah, I'll, I'll show him the Cronenbergy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, it's just uh, me looking like a like contorting my body yeah <laughs> into, <laughs> into, into some unhold- sort of a yeah grotesque shape <laughs> <laughs> and then just sort of like twitching my like my face a little bit to uh and that's the cronin boogie <laughs> i was fucking my tv late one night <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was fingering my tummy <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Mm. So anyway, this film, of course, not directed by Cronenberg, but no. heavily indebted to Cronenberg Maybe. due to it also being Canadian. <laughs> Probably ends there. Yeah. But we so, open on a, a beautiful. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, no. Was I was going to get into it. You, you beat oh. me to it. Go well, on. I was just going to say, we open on a, a am going to say, hyper-realistic shot of a woman cutting deviled eggs. You would swear she was actually doing it in camera. <laughs> it's it's so gross, too. Like, it is kind of gross. There's, like, bits of egg residue. She's on holding the, the egg. She's holding the egg in a weird way. It's yeah. very real. Yeah, it... Um, <laughs> Cinema verite. It is the kind of thing that, like... You just don't think about it in in like a a bigger production movie. If someone were to like cut deviled eggs, they would be doing it with like a clean knife. 
there wouldn't be bits of egg everywhere. And if there yeah. were bits of egg, they would be strategically placed mm, around. Purposeful, poetic yeah. bits of egg. Exactly. This is this is just a lady hacking away at eggs. Yeah. This is like <laughs> she clearly cut those eggs herself. Yes. Right, right before they started filming. Yeah. Why don't you cut a couple eggs and then you know. Like they pro- they hard boiled those eggs on set that day, mm-hmm. right oh, there yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, this is very much like filmed in a real house. Uh, yeah, this is somebody's apartment, but for sure, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, um, you you really you hear the space too. Oh yeah. Um. So she, this woman, this woman, boy, boy is uh, <laughs> this damn takes the mayonnaise that she was using presumably to make deviled egg filling mm-hmm. and puts it in the fridge. And when she stands back up from putting it on the shelf, who's standing there, but her big Frankensteinian husband, <laughs> Harvey. Yeah. Hey, it's Harvey, everyone. And he says in a real, like Kevin from the office kind of voice, just like, I had another scary dream. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can I eat those deviled eggs? Are those deviled eggs ready yet? (laughs) I'm getting hungry. (laughs) Remember when everyone was like, like they heard him talk in an interview or something? They're like, I can't believe that's not his real voice. I can't believe that wasn't a documentary that I was watching. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that they didn't just find some big fucking dumb oaf to cast in this. (laughs) But I thought... I thought that was how all fat guys talked. Right. Uh, that is the kind of shit that I'm like, maybe, maybe, I mean, like, I love watching movies, but if people can't understand. Clip that. <laughs> Clip that. That's Clip the, it. That's the promo right there. Yeah. <laughs> if people can't understand what the concept of acting is, I don't know if we should be making <laughs> movies anymore. Yeah. We should make everyone watch um, the Kevin Spacey Masterclass so that they understand <laughs> they what understand good acting is. The actor, yeah. <laughs> and, by, and by Kevin, by uh, Kevin Spacey Masterclass, I am talking about. Let me be frank. <laughs> this is my favorite. I missed it last year. They didn't. He didn't do one last year. I think he was. I mean, you know, knee deep in some legal business, but um, better that than better be knee deep in that than. Than you know anything else he's been anything up to. else he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah he um those let me be frank videos i every few months i remember that they exist and i'm like i have to watch all of them hold on <laughs> <laughs> i really it's the funniest thing to call it too <laughs> just the wordplay of like liter- literally being like let me be him <laughs> let me yeah, be let frank me be him. Uh, uh, the, uh, I mean, we should just, we should do an, a bonus episode on those. Let me be Frank videos. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. I could, I could talk for an hour at least on that first one. <laughs> it's certainly scary enough that it qualifies like within the broader framework <laughs> yeah. of this show. Right. The general conceit. The, I think it's the second one where he's in front of a fire, like, and he's got the poker and he's not poking anything. He's just sort of like knocking it around, like <laughs> you know. And so it, it, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, he knows. 
obviously he knows like this is a passion project of his these let me be frank videos <laughs> he knows that, that is such a funny <laughs> term for it right yeah, it's, it's passion project <laughs> It has always been my dream to get fired from my job. Let me be frank. (laughs) Please. Let me be him. Won't you let me be frank? Mm -hmm. For just a minute. Couldn't you let me be frank, please? Please let me be frank. Let me be frank. I want to be frank. And the, the first video ends with like, the dun 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 yeah <laughs> yeah it does like, that's some <laughs> ominous shit man what are you doing uh, wow it's the best who could have uh, guessed who could have seen it coming yeah uh but we're talking oh about everyone oh oh absolutely everyone <laughs> oh his whole deal suggested that this was inevitable wow oh. all right oh. well huh Does this mean I can't watch American Beauty and enjoy it anymore, Dan? No, you. I mean, if you. I. I mean, it's just your favorite movie, right? It's my favorite movie. I I think his storyline with uh, what's her name? Mean Mina 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 Savari. Savari, right? Is it? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, Uh, Mina Savari, where she's you know a high school cheerleader and he's trying to fuck her. I just think that is, I mean, it just says so much about, you know, America and the suburbs and, you know, plastic bags and whatever else that movie's on about. (laughs) Is that movie, it's, it's bad. I haven't seen it in so long. I I mean, I also, I probably haven't seen it in 20 years or whatever, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, uh, I mean, that is one of his major like fucking plot you know, yeah. lines is that he is trying to fuck his daughter's friend in yeah. from high school. <laughs> I mean, that's that, that movie is like right at the intersection of American psycho and, um, election. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Don't you yeah, think interesting. more election yeah. than American psycho, but I, same yeah. sort of just like dark it night of so, the male American soul, you know, it was so popular, Dan, it was yeah. the biggest Everybody yeah. was just, oh. Do you think that's, okay, so this is like a, this is kind of like a smart, dumb movie. People were proud of themselves for getting the satire and therefore didn't care if it was like good or entertaining. Yeah. I know okay. we, we talked about, so a, a dumb, smart movie is a movie that thinks it's smart, but is actually very dumb. Yes. And then a smart, dumb movie is something well, like RoboCop. Yes, I think that... I mean, you could do it either way, but... Yeah. I would never describe RoboCop as either of those. Like, well, I, would no. never, I would never describe that category of movie as either of those. I would just be like, damn, that's fire. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say, my God, that is fire. Um, but uh, anyway... Sure. So you haven't seen in 20 years. I haven't seen in 20 years. You know what? I have seen more recently. Uh, Harvey's dream. Let's talk about this guy's dream. Harvey's Frankenstein. As we said, he comes downstairs. He said, I'm Frankenstein's having... monster. Please. Excuse me. Frankenstein's uh, a doctor. I'm just... Frankenstein is his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so Frankenstein's making deviled eggs. Yep. I was working in the lab. I was, 
I was yeah. working in the kitchen late one morn. <laughs> Just late in the morning. Yeah. Um, and he describes this dream he had where he's on the phone with his daughter and his daughter's telling him something. He can barely make out the words, but he realizes she's saying the police called that someone had been killed. Is that right? Yeah. That in the, in the beginning, he doesn't even like really get out who has been killed. He just yeah. says, she, she says, and then she's police and then killed. And, and then it just sort of rolls into, then the phone rings and, and it's for Harvey. And then, and it's his friend, Frank. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Two things. Let me me be Frank. Let me be Frank. That's what his friend says. He says, all right, all right. You can be Frank. You can be Frank. Now, can I get back to my breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. So isn't this interesting? There's Harvey. Mm-hmm. Also the name of an invisible rabbit in a Jimmy Stewart movie yes. called Harvey. Right. Then there's Frank. Do you see uh-huh. where I'm going with this? Uh, was No. Where was Here's he? Here's a hint. It's, Donnie Darko it? has a rabbit named Frank uh, that no one else sees. That can't be a coincidence. It is. It is a coincidence. It's a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, Harvey is the name of the main character, and then Frank is just a name. <laughs> well, let me put another theory out to you. Okay. Okay. Harvey. What band has the word Harvey in the name? Oh, well, that'd be uh, Harvey Danger. Yes. <laughs> Do you see where I'm going with this? Uh, uh, no, 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 I don't. Harvey's friend Frank is in danger. Ah, he's he is the flagpole sitter. Yes. (laughs) Now that can't be a coincidence. (laughs) It's certainly not. It is. Um, So, yeah, Frank's like they. You know, they talk. He and his wife talk about how Frank's coming over for dinner. mm -hmm. Right, and then we cut to. The evening. Yes. Our uh, our Harvey and his wife. What's his wife's name again? Ooh. Um. Not Natasha Poon, but that was someone <laughs> I saw in the credits. Natasha Quirk. <laughs> Natasha Poon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm not even joking with you. It sounds like a joke. What's this? A kitty cat? Oh, hello. <gasps> Oh, is that is. the voice? They've got voices now? Yeah, this is Gizmo. And Gizmo sounds like... She sounds like uh, the Gizmo from the Gremlins movie that we covered right here on this oh, yeah. podcast. She That's sounds... She's... I can't even do her voice. It's <laughs> too okay. high up there. It's a high That's register. Okay. Um, so, okay. Frank, Frank is on the phone. They immediately cut to... Um, like them getting ready and I, so she's wearing like, she's sitting at her vanity in like this black dress, like putting on, uh, jewelry, I think. Yep. And, and then Harvey comes in and he's dressed in like a suit wearing like a white shirt. I 
definitely thought somebody had died and they were going to a funeral. Yeah, right? Because right? of the setup. Yeah, because of the the book, uh, the short story that I had read <laughs> and the setup of, you know, uh, murder or killing the police, etc. And, and it... Uh, we got a rude cat. You got a real rude cat. She doesn't. She doesn't. Under, she doesn't respect She's podcasts. Knocking your microphone all over the place. Terrible. Terrible. Um, no, I just thought that they were going to a a funeral, and he says something like, "You look, uh, you look amazing, or you look beautiful, or something like that." Which I was like, well, "That's a weird thing to say before going to a yeah. funeral." <laughs> you look. You look fucking hot. Um, fucking hot. And it's somebody's birthday? It's, I thought it was his birthday. Harvey's birthday. Harvey well, birthday <laughs> to you. It, it's a 50. Somebody says that um, you only, you only turn 50 once, right? And this, the woman, um, Natasha Poon. She, <laughs> no, that's uh, not, she's not Poon. Uh, are you sure? She's not Poon. Oh. Her name, her character name is Janet. Uh, uh, Janet. Janet Poon. The the actress, I mean, she looks like she might be like 32. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, she's. Yeah. She looks very young. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, he He does. He looks like a Frankenstein's monster. (laughs) He does. His hair is like noticeably dyed brown. (laughs) Yes. And he's got like. I don't know what it is with like older men. Like when they. When they dye their hair that color, yeah. they all have the same swoop in yes. the front. Uh-huh. What's up with that? Is that just wig hair, toupee hair? No, I think that's just like it's the most basic way to like comb your hair. Yeah. It's like, you know, essentially it not necessarily giving up, but it's like what what am I what am I trying to prove here? You know, I'm dyeing my hair, I'm going to comb it this way and that's it. Yeah. Well, you know who's not giving up. Mm. Uh, Frank. Frank. Frank's hair is beautifully quaffed, impeccably yeah. quaffed. He looks like fucking Danny Zuko and uh, the Fonz had a baby and oh. it was on steroids. <laughs> yeah, it's like a ja- he's he looks like a just a yoked baby. <laughs> uh, you think that's what a baby looks like? He does. He's got a big, big face. <laughs> they got a better face. Um, Ooh. No. It, so, whatever. Har- it's Harvey's 50th birthday. He says, um, I hope it's okay that Jack is... Or Frank. Jack. I don't know who that is. Uh, that Frank is joining us for dinner, right? And again, I thought uh, they were going to like go out to dinner. I thought that's what they were getting at. Or, uh, well, now, <laughs> now look what's happened here. Yeah, now this it's is just all cat. <laughs> all right. This is a mess. It is a mess. Up to now, it was going fine. This is the moment. <laughs> Hang on. Check. Okay. No, I. I assumed that they were going out to dinner, and that Frank would be joining them, maybe with his girlfriend or something, sort of intruding on their like planned evening. And that's not it at all. The three of them are just sitting at their like kitchen table, dressed up, eating. You know, and she brings out like this big ham with like uh, the pineapple, pineapple slices on it. <laughs> Prop food. <laughs> Prop food. Um, 
Yeah. And then, what if it was just deviled eggs? Yeah, that deviled eggs should have been deviled eggs. All these people eat should be deviled eggs. Yeah. You know, they ate that ham on set, too. They were like, oh, yes. Yeah. Crafty. Yeah, that's good. This is crafty right now. <laughs> um, and then it becomes very clear that uh, Frank and uh, Janet. Yeah. Uh, well, because Harvey talking. leaves the room for one second. And as soon as he <laughs> yeah. crosses the threshold, Frank runs up to Janet and is basically like, I got to fuck you right now. I got to <laughs> yeah. fuck you. right I now. I got to fuck you. And she's like, I told you, I can't leave my shithead husband yet. I need him yet. to die so I can have his money. <laughs> yeah. He, she wants him to die of like natural causes. <laughs> <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> it is sort of a weird thing where she's like, no, no, he's getting up there in age. He's, I think he, he's going to be dying. Soon. Trust me. He's 50 years old. He's got, he's only got 20, 25 years <laughs> tops. <laughs> yeah. He's only got 20, 25, 30 to 35 years tops. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Harvey overhears all of this. Yeah, of course, because he's cause, five feet away from them. <laughs> yeah, their apartment is not very big, and <laughs> the it looks like the doors are made out of some sort of particle board. Yeah. Shoddy <laughs> Canadian craftsmanship, of course. He's right. like he's leaning on the door frame, just like listening to all this, just like shaking his head no. Now, this I thought might have been a bit of symbolism because you'll notice the streamers on the wall. Uh huh. Do you see them? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What color are they, Rob? Uh, green and purple. Yes. Who else is green and purple? Uh, that would be the uh, the Incredible Hulk. Who else is green and purple? Besides the Hulk? Don't say the Green Goblin. Don't say the Green Goblin. Oh. <laughs> is it not it's the Green not, Goblin? It's not. But that's Who another good it? one, too. It's the Joker. Uh, Do you see what's happening in this shot? Oh. It's getting it's getting Joker-pilled? That's right. <laughs> yeah. He's, 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 he's getting twisted? He's becoming Joker-fied due to yeah. um, his being cuckolded. Yeah, he is kind of a cuck here, right? He's a big time cuck. Yeah, I mean, so like, what's he gonna do about it? Uh, the only thing a cuck can do sit on sit in the corner of a room and shake their head yes. while their <laughs> while their spouse is just you know railed. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, I was uh, I was watching an acting moment in the film. <laughs> you, you, I, I was describing a cuckoldry, yeah. and you were like, you you look like you were staring into the middle distance. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Case yeah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm back. Whoa. <laughs> I just had the most beautiful vision. Anyway, um, I just had the 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 best dream I've ever had. So and then the episode just turns into Dan's dream. Uh, Welcome to Cuck Me, the official <laughs> podcast of Cucking Me. Please let me be cucked. Let me be cucked. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. This free associative this nightmare. For? Yeah. Well, so okay, uh, so dinner's over. Harvey's yeah. up in the in their bedroom, looking at his own 
gnarled reflection, his own his own fucked up fit. No, he's not fucked up right. looking. His own catcher's mint face. I feel comfortable saying that he looks like a Looney yeah. Tune of a old timey baseball player. And his wife comes. You know who he looks mm. like. I'm uh, just really sorry to interrupt. I wonder he, he, if you're going to say yeah. who I'm thinking. Is it? I'm going to say actor Bruno Gans oh. from Nosferatu, oh. the Vampire. Oh, that's a good one. I was thinking. Who are you going to say? Not him at all. Um, mm-hmm. What's his name? Hold on, I'm looking him up. Uh, Darren. Darren, Darren McGavin. Oh, love me some Darren McGavin. Yeah, of course. Billy Madison's dad. Yeah, fucking Kolchak. Uh, the that series. One one season. It's like twenty episodes. Oh, I don't or know so, this. And it's dynamite. It's it's basically like uh, he plays a reporter, and uh, every week there's a new sort of like uh, supernatural thing. It's almost it's it's like a proto X Files. Interesting. Almost. Yeah, but it's like Darren McGavin, who's like he's walking around in like this blue like seersucker suit, and he's just like I don't know the height of masculinity. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm looking at a picture of him when he was younger, and he's just wearing a yeah. he's just wearing a towel. Um, yeah, sure. Would you like to see? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I want all right. To see hold that. on, let me put it on the screen here. This way, everyone can see what I'm saying. Everyone. And if you and if you guys want to see this, why don't you head over to the YouTube and you can watch the video of us. What, look at look, look at, at that, that fucking stud. Look at dude. Get the fuck out of here. Here's the thing: they don't make men like this anymore. You know, they literally don't. Seriously, this is like they literally don't. This is that beautiful like forty year window where everyone was drinking milk for every with every meal, and, but it yep. wasn't like full of microplastics yet there was that narrow (laughs) window where the milk was still good and there was so much of it and you your arms looked like that if you smoked two packs a day you had to smoke two packs a day just to keep from getting more fucking ripped than that (laughs) the doc that's what that's what that's why the doctors were prescribing people cigarettes back then i know to keep them from getting too fucking yoked scaring yeah. people yeah you like the guy's physique i mean he he just looks like he's not shredded he, he he didn't go he's not on some sort of crazy meal plan or whatever he's probably still going out every night and doing whatever the yeah. fuck he wants he's drinking four martinis with dinner Minimum. and guess what that's a 32 inch waist i'd know it anyway yeah <laughs> yeah it's fucked up, man. I don't know. Uh, and the the chest hair. I mean, it's just. I mean, that's that's the ideal male. It's. Right I wish that's, more than anything I could look like that. That I could just be hundred percent, just covered in hair and not jacked, but like my arms. I still have Popeye forearms somehow. Yeah, you know, Jesus you Christ. know what he is? he's just like fit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's not ripped. He's not jacked. He's just like fit. He looks like a guy who could do like. Probably a bunch of push-ups. That's his whole workout yeah. routine. Is like I do push-ups, chin-ups, sit-ups. Yeah. He's like, up, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I was in the military. I, uh, I did. I went through basic <laughs> training and then sat around on a base in the in South Pacific for four years, and I just never lost that muscle. You're My right. body's just gonna stay this way till I die somehow. Yeah. Ugh. 
so, so not fair. To Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. <laughs> so, yeah. Sex this guy, symbol. This Frankenstein motherfucker looks like uh, some sort of a mix between Darren McGavin and Bruno Gans. Yeah, I see the Gans more. I'm glad you pointed out the Gans. You see the Gans? I see the Gans. Mm hmm. I see the Gans. Um,. So, yeah, he's uh, Bruno Gans. <laughs> Harvey is sitting on his bed, and he basically he said, he tells his wife that he's, he knows that she's having an affair, and I think he's okay with it, right? Like, Well, he also tells her more about his dream, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, I didn't finish telling you about my dream. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he doesn't seem too happy. He yells at her. Yeah. He says, like, I never stopped to wonder why the fuck you were driving around with Frank in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't. And then so, <laughs> he's got the face of Bruno Gans and the voice of Jimmy Stewart. Uh, uh, what were you thinking, I, Janet? Did you think I wouldn't well, that's notice? A good Stewart, man. Thank you. Sometimes when I do, like, I, I'll do a half effort, Stewart, and it just sounds mm-hmm. like uh, Nicolas Cage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how you get to other voices. I think, is that yeah, like, yeah. You like uh, if I uh, if I do a lazy Jimmy Stewart, then uh, then it's Nick Cage. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Here's how it goes. It goes. Ah, right, you want a beer? Ah, right, go help yourself. Beers in the fridge. And then you're like closer good. to Nick Cage, right? Yeah. You are like yeah. You are on the road. You're like well on your way. You could see. Yeah, you could see Nick Cage's house down the street. You're you're. Almost I can see there. his pyramid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's right the pyramid that he lives in. Yeah, yeah why don't you come um, over to my pyramid? <laughs> I could show you Action Comics number one. <laughs> you have to look at it through a mirror. And, uh, Can't look right yeah, at it. And this uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex skull that I bought. <laughs> Does he own a T Rex skull? Uh, he did at one point. Yeah, that's he, cool. You know, he he got in a little bit of a tax uh, situation. I don't know how much of those like fun weird things he still has. Mm. Um, but hopefully, you know, he seems to be on some sort of an upswing right now with his career. So hopefully, he's buying up other weird <laughs> shit that we'll find out about. I would hate to think that Nicholas Cage doesn't have enough money to buy his weird little trinkets. <laughs> yeah, um, and by T Rex skull. Just to clarify, do yeah. you mean the dinosaur or the skull of Mark Bolin? I mean, I <laughs> uh, just answer the, the question. It was it was a dinosaur skull. Okay, I can actually have another question. I want you to answer real quick. Okay, good. With regard uh-huh. to the video, yeah. do you like this layout or this layout? Um. I like this better. Okay, me too. I I keep defaulting to this because I'm like, well, it'll be better for like reels or something. But yeah, I don't even think I, that's I, true. I, I like this this view better only because uh, it's not zoomed in. Yeah. on my face. Yeah, <laughs> my giant head doesn't look so giant anymore. You're right. My yeah, like my my face is taking up the whole yeah, screen. <laughs> this is probably better, and you can see more of my messy apartment. In my bedroom. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so uh, Janet calls up Frank, and she's like, "He knows. He knows about us. You have to come over." And yeah, uh, to I which know. I, if I'm Frank, you know what I say? No, I don't. 
Yeah. I do not have to come over. That's let me be frank. I'm not coming. <laughs> let me over. be frank at Frank's house, please. <laughs> yeah, she uh, walks him right into a trap. I don't understand. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is. It is pretty funny the way it all goes down. Is that like, so she she calls him up. She's like, I'm I'm gonna tell him I'm leaving him, but I need your support, so you have to come over. And as soon as he walks in, he like he has a beer bottle in his hand. And she has, uh, she opens up this gun safe with a gun in there, and he's like, "Whoa, what the fuck are we doing here?" <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "I know how he gets. I just wanted to get to the gun first. You're like, it seems like Frank is in over his head. And he's like, "What? Let me just go talk to him. Yeah, let me be frank with him. Yeah, let me be frank." And he goes to do that, and he's like, he comes in he's like harvey and harvey is waiting in the dark with a knife that he jabs into frank's neck yeah it looks like thereabouts right oh yeah and then uh it's a small knife too it is it's like a like a kitchen knife um and then he goes to the goes to the kitchen where his wife is and she is uh you know, he's covered in blood. He has a knife in his hand. And she's like, what did you do? Then she takes the gun and sticks it right in his stomach and pulls the trigger. But it just goes click. And and then he's like, he gets angry and he stabs her. Um, th- stabs her and watery blood comes out. <laughs> yeah, well, he stabs her first. And then she like stands up and she's like crying and whatnot. Uh, she has snot running like hanging from her nose, like that's the level of tears that she's uh, this actress is, uh, you know, producing. Natasha, uh, not Poon. Poon. No, oh, not she's Poon. not Poon. Um, not no, uh, Poon. Do you Natasha. ever uh, you ever notice that in movies when like somebody's crying and they have like a snot thing going on? Yeah, I do. And like I, I feel like that's a harder thing to pull off than the the tears. You gotta you know? list that on in your special skills on your yeah whatever actors can have. cry on command with yeah parentheses snot. snot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> snot is a go for me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she like nicks him also with a knife. She like yeah. fights back, and then he <laughs> she grabs like a, a, a it looks like the same knife she was cutting up those eggs with unwashed just like filthy old and then she like she she it looks like she's gonna like chop at his neck but she only like she like grazes his neck with a knife and then he just fucking stabs her repeatedly in the they're about like i don't know yay far apart and she's like ah (laughs) the knife just (laughs) misses completely she (laughs) doesn't That was a purely yeah. visual thing. I can't really even. What would you say happened? It was a. It was stabbing on a straight t- trajectory, and then for no reason whatsoever, it just veers yeah, wildly just, off course. Yeah, she just. It's like a last minute swerve, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she, and then so uh, Harvey, he just he stabs her uh, repeatedly, and uh, she's laying there dying. And then we wow, see it, Harvey. And it reminded me of um, one of my favorite books by William Faulkner. Ah. Uh, yes. Did you catch that? No. Oh, which book? 
Dan. As I lay dying. Which one? As I lay dying. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then we see, you know, Harvey. He goes outside. He digs a hole. Presumably buries his wife in there. And then he just takes a seat in the kitchen. And then it fades to. Well, hold on. That's not all he does. Okay. All right. He also sticks his hand in the dessert, like the cake or whatever. Just like with oh. three fingers, scoops some frosting and just starts wolfing it. <laughs> yeah. He's just like covered uh, in blood. Long day. Wolfing cake. <laughs> long day. Long day. <laughs> just, uh, no. And then it fades into, um, you know, uh, Harvey sitting at the kitchen table and his wife is there also. Um, and they're both just like reading the paper separately, having breakfast. And... Uh, that's it. Yeah. He, he looks, he looks at her and they look at each other and then it just like cuts to credits. Um, kind of weird. Um, you know, uh, the, the whole, like, uh, I guess it was a dream kind of a yep. thing. Yeah. Like that. Well, we get the phone, but that the phone rang yeah. right at the end and that's our sort of, Yeah. See, the issue uh, for me is that, um, you know, it's not that he is the 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 dream that he's describing in the beginning uh, does not indicate the story that we see. Right. It's not any sort of like uh, the phone rang. Frank was on it and he was coming over and any of that shit. Right. It was all. It, it was almost nothing. You almost you got nothing out of the dream. Yeah. Then once once he's already buried his wife and he comes back in and he sits down and we fade to him at breakfast. He's not wearing the same clothes as he was when he first was telling like the dream story. So time has passed. Mm-hmm. So the um I don't know. The yeah, the light coming through the window is also different. Like that one of the things yeah. he says when he's describing the dream, he's like He's like, it was a really bright day, and my sh- the shadow I cast was was very rich and bright, or whatever. Yes. Um, I, but yeah, it's, it, it, I mean, what 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 they should have done is uh, cut back to the morning that he was telling the dream story, and and then he just you know just it goes from him burying his wife to then him completing telling the story of the dream yeah. and then the phone rings and it's Frank and it, he wants to talk to him. You know what I mean? Like some sort of a, uh, like a, like a symmetry to it, like some sort of a continuation, like, Oh, we already saw the dream. Yeah. He described it. We saw it. And now it ends with a cliffhanger of, well, is the dream going to play out the exact way that he described yeah. it or not? Yeah. I mean, I think like, right. Yeah. The, Dream ends. He wakes. We see him wake up and go to the kitchen, and then he's yeah. like, "I had the weirdest dream." And then the phone rings. Right. Right. Yeah. He doesn't even get to tell the dream. So, like, that would make sense if if it cuts to him in that kitchen describing the dream, and his wife is still like, you know, uh, visibly like hates him mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Detests I don't know. his. Isn't that isn't that ironic that the scientist despises her creation? <laughs> I've created a monster, Frankenstein's monster. I'm yeah. Frankenstein. Fr- 
I'm Lady Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. How about that? How about that? Girls getting it done. Yeah, she's yeah, she's girl bossing. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I I wasn't. Uh, I I wasn't uh, too thrilled with this uh, the short film, Dan. Yeah, um, it's a student film. I know we cut it slack. I get mm-hmm. it, but but still, ten I, minutes of my life. You know, I got it. That's I can't take that for granted. Yeah, and which I gotta say, the the short film being uh, short. Uh, points in its yeah, favor. I mean, more of that, please. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's so huge. <laughs> well, keep it brief, man. <laughs> what do you say we rank this thing? Do you like yeah, this idea? Yeah, we should definitely rank this. All right. Yeah. Let's uh yes. let's get to it. Uh right. So Rob, I know where I'm going to rank mine, Dan. Do you know where you're going to put yours? Um not yet. I got to think right. on this for a second. Think about it. Um, I already re- typed mine in. Um, uh, my last, so number twenty-five through. Well, I, I don't. We only did twenty-eight of them, but so. Wow. Uh, wow. Here there be tigers. Oh my god. And then uh, night surf. Uncle Otto's truck and paranoid to chant. I'm putting this right between Tigers and Night Surf at number twenty-six. Holy shit! You hate this guy, Harvey. I, you uh, hate you know what student filmmakers. You know what Rob's dream is to never watch this ever again. It stinks. <laughs> That's you right now. Yeah. you're the critic. I am like the critic. <laughs> Well, wait. We watched twenty nine. Okay, okay. Let me have my. Well, now we're at, now we. I have. see. I see. All right. Well, um, you know what? So now, Dan. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Now, Dan. No, I was now. Dan. Now, Dan is going to rank his. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm on the edge of my seat. Uh, where are you going to put this fucker? I. You know, I gave you a lot of grief, didn't I? Mm-hmm. And that was before yeah. I took a look at my list. And realize mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there's not much room for this thing. It really isn't. So See, you hated it even more than me. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that, no. and you're putting words in my mouth. I did. Put words in your mouth. But here's uh, my <laughs> 24 through 28. Currently, uh-huh. as it stands, uh-huh. we got yeah. Beach World at 24. Then it goes, Here There Be Tigers, Kane Rose Up. Uncle Otto's truck and paranoid a chant. Now, right, my bottom three are locked in. Kane rose up. Uncle You're Otto's truck. Paranoid a chant. <laughs> yeah, three of the worst things I've ever watched. <laughs> I did not care for any of them. Varying yep. degrees of incomprehensible and ill-conceived. Right here, there be tigers. Pointless to me. lacks the charm of the original it could never translate because what makes here there be tigers charming is the meta textual element of Mm -hmm. of it being a stephen king high school short story right and if you want to hear more about that go check out that of course we dive in of course beach world i fucking hated that too that one really bugged Mm me yep so i gotta I, I actually got to drop that one down a slot too. I can't. 
pretend I didn't hate that more than this. Uh huh. So my new number twenty four. Aha. So you only liked it slightly more than me. (laughs) Harvey's dream of cracking the top twenty five has come to pass. (laughs) Yep. Well, there you go. All right. So we're gonna take a short little break. I'm going to wash my face. I, oh. I think the the cat dander has gotten into my eyes. Oh, sure, yeah. So Rob's going to go clean himself up. I'm going to go splash some cold water in my face. And when we come back, <laughs> we're going to be uh, over on the Patreon talking about Harvey's Dream, the short story. If you're a free mm-hmm. feed listener, we'll see you next time. If you're a Patreon yep. listener, just stay tuned. Yeah. See where I rank that fucker. All right. I liked it more. (laughs) We'll, We'll be right back.